Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Gospel of Mark, chapter 16. In my name, you will cast out devils. In my name, you will cast out demons. In my name, you will drive out evil spirits. This is a command. And the church of the living God needs to take the command very, very seriously. We are commanded to cast out demons. And that's what exorcism is about. It's about casting out evil spirits, expelling devils, driving out unclean spirits. Exorcism is a labor of love to set a soul free from demonic bondage. And I've performed more than 10,000 exorcisms on six continents of the world for 25 years. And it's my heart to cast the demons out of you. You're listening to this live broadcast, this live radio presentation for a reason. You're fascinated by the subject of deliverance. God brought you here to listen to my voice, to hear that you can be set free, that Jesus Christ loves you. And I'm hoping this broadcast, this live global radio presentation, will provide the encouragement as I share some exorcism stories with you on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. And I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. up this is michael tate with a reminder for all jesus freaks from the voice of the martyrs it's easy to dismiss computer-based social networking as a waste of time and resources but like other media advancements throughout history ministries including the voice of the martyrs are seeing value in staying connected via facebook and twitter accounts and hosting online discussion groups for example Members of the Be A Voice Network are sharing prayer requests, reporting on conferences, and providing updates on persecuted believers from around the world. Are you plugged in? Got a story, prayer request, or burden to share? Your entry point is persecution.com. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, Police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. 
80 members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remained faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. souls in Holy Communion, meetings that lasted more than 12 hours. In one meeting alone, two African sisters were freed from powerful generation, generational idolatrous spirits. As soon as I made the symbol of the cross on their foreheads, evil spirits surfaced, violently shaking their bodies. With unearthly moans and groans, ancient, ancient, my friends, demonic spirits manifested and attempted to hold on to their victims. And over the next several hours, we dealt with many different kinds of unclean, evil spirits, including demons from ancestral idol worship that entered the family bloodline through numerous animal and human sacrifices that their family still practices to this day in Western Africa. Spirits from eating antelope and chicken that have been sacrificed to false gods as little girls. Now let me stop and, and 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 make a note here. It's paramount that you and I, my friends, are careful what we eat. Now, I know we don't live, many of you that listen to this broadcast live in the West. You live in very modern, civilized areas. Now, those of you listening to this broadcast in the third world, which we have many listeners throughout the world listening to this broadcast from the third world, this is something that you have to be aware of, and you are aware of, that spirits can attach themselves to food. And it's important, the importance of blessing food. I have to remind myself of this constantly. I became demonized at one point because I ate food that was cursed. You can receive evil spirits, my friends, from cursed food. And these two African sisters, from they, they received spirits <coughs> from eating antelope and chicken when they were little girls. They, these things were had been sacrificed to false gods, and demons obviously attached themselves to this food. It's important, my friends, while you partake of lunch and dinner and breakfast, that you bless the food. Thank Jesus for the food. We also dealt with many different kinds of unclean spirits that that came from their grandfather's uncle, grandmother's uncle, that is, who had been a slave trader. Evil spirits 
We also dealt with the evil spirits and encountered these kind of spirits that had transferred through various fetish priestesses that the family had contacted through the years that led the family into raw paganism and spiritualism. There were spirits from polygamy, as their father was a polygamist. There were various spirits of infirmity that were transferred to various doctors that spoke disease into their bodies, including multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's. My friend, just like there's bad mechanics and good mechanics, there's bad gardeners and good gardeners. There's also bad and good doctors. Not every doctor has your best interests at, at hand. You need to be reminded of this. I'm not against visiting doctors, but you need to be prudent. You need to be careful. Many doctors have evil spirits, and those spirits would like to lie to you and make you believe you have an affliction, a sickness, a disease that you don't have. Ah, various doctors spoke to these African sisters and spoke disease into their bodies, telling these precious African ladies that they had multiple sclerosis and Parkinson's, and they believed the lie. Oh, my friends, you need to be careful. You need to be careful. You need to be prudent. You need to be on guard, as Jesus taught. The best approach to take is not to listen to any anybody that tells you you have a disease. The Bible says in Psalms 103, he heals us of all of our diseases. Do not claim the disease. Merely acknowledge that demons are trying to attack you with it, but don't claim it for yourself. It's not your inheritance. God does not want you to be sick. God does not want you to have a disease. God wants his children to be healthy. Do you do you have children, my friends? Do you have a you have a beautiful son? Do you have a beautiful daughter? Do you want them sick? Of course you don't want them sick, my friends. I don't want my children. I have three children. I don't want my little boys and my little girl to be sick. God the Father doesn't want his children to be he wants them healthy and vibrant. And energized to cast out evil spirits, to conduct exorcisms, to lift the name of Jesus Christ, his beloved son, to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to heal the brokenhearted. God the Father does not want his children being sick. Now, the devil wants you sick, my friends. Demons will bring sickness and diseases if you fall into their traps. You need to be careful. Now, these these African sisters also encountered numerous beasts, humanoid creatures, some that even appeared to them as aliens, black hooded figures and shadows that stalked these dear sisters and sexually assaulted them. You who are listening to this broadcast, have you been stalked by aliens, black hooded figures and shadows? Are you being followed? Are you being chased in your dreams, perhaps? Perhaps in time and space and in your conscious state, you're being chased by numerous beast humanoid creatures. Perhaps they even sexually assault you. I'm here to tell you, if that's the case, you need a, an exorcism. And I'm here to tell you, Exorcism works. That's why this broadcast 
is has been created to provide a form to extend the ministry that we conduct throughout the world to you, to you, my friend. You're very important. I would like to meet you so we can help you. We also encountered various spirits from Freemasonry. <laughs> We're finding that a lot everywhere. These spirits of Freemasonry. I'm telling you, this is a dark, dark secret society. I should know. I grew up in a family involved in secret societies. I was rescued by the power, by the power of the Lord Jesus Christ from the from the grips of the secret societies of Freemasonry and other the Knights Templar and other groups. I have been delivered by the power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I have been delivered by the crucifixion. I have been delivered, my friends. And my heart went out to these dear sisters when we encountered these various spirits from Freemasonry, Hinduism, divination, and ancestral tribal religions. There was also demons that were attached to an idol that their extended family back in Ghana, West Africa, still possesses in their home. As you can imagine, these vile spiritual beings battled us with the hopes of staying within them as they desired to continue their domination in subsequent generations. But during this exorcism, and in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we confronted these demons and expelled untold numbers of them to the pit. Many of them came out through the yawns, groans, vomiting, and through the breath. Some tried to hinder by choking the ladies. Other times they would violently shake their heads and bodies. And still at other times they twisted their bodies. In one instance, they tried to kill the younger sister by choking her with spiritual chains around her neck. This is what happens during exorcisms. We immediately removed the chains and she was able to breathe properly. Both ladies experienced some amazing deliverance and deep healing. Various dissociative identities were identified and healed by the love of Jesus. The one sister, who was a medical doctor, had been unable to work as a doctor because of these demonic torments. But but she sent me a beautiful email. Thank you, God, for the powerful deliverance they had received. She says, Dear Brother Jay, thank you for taking the time to minister to us. We really appreciate it. We know that the Lord did beautiful work in our lives. We feel better and lighter spiritually. Please extend our gratitude to Pastor James Beeson, who's, who, by the way, is my traveling partner. He was such a blessing. Both of you have a heart for the body of Christ, and your passion to set captives free is encouraging. Have a wonderful trip. We hope to see you on the show Beyond Belief. We will keep in touch and keep on reading your blogs. It builds our faith for miracles, signs, and wonders. We will let you know how we are doing, and we'll continue to take authority and fight the good fight of faith. Be blessed, and may the Lord clothe you with his glory and continue to release the anointing of from Isaiah 61 over your ministry. Isn't that beautiful, my friends? This is the result of conducting an exorcism. That's why I'm doing these broadcasts. I want to encourage you and inspire you to believe that all things are possible. Yes, you're battling evil spirits. Your mind is all bound up. You're tormented. Don't, God wants you to live a life of freedom. Do you believe that, my friend? That's, that's, that is the inheritance that's yours. You need to grab a hold of it and run with it. It belongs to you. 
God does not want you to be sick. God does not want you to be tormented. God does not want you to be afflicted by evil spirits. God does not want an evil spirit in your mind. God does not want an evil spirit in your body, my friends. That is the truth. The Bible says, and I hold the scriptures in my hand in this makeshift studio talking to you, my friends. The Bible says, in the gospel, in the gospels, and you see in 1 John, for example, where the Apostle John writes, the reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. He came to destroy, not to appease the devil. He came to destroy the devil in your life. And you can be set free tonight. That's right. You can be set free. Isn't that beautiful? You can be set free tonight. And in the authority of Jesus Christ, I speak to those spirits tormenting you. I speak to those evil spirits tormenting you. I command those evil spirits to release you. Now, go in the authority of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Release these people. In Jesus' name. Now, my friends, I would encourage you. We have some exciting news. We've just confirmed our Miami-Florida meeting. There's been a change of venue, but the, same, the date's the same. November the 17th. Public Deliverance Mission in beautiful Miami, Florida, at the Hampton Inn Suites downtown, in the Bluebird Meeting Hall, 50 Southwest 12th Street in Miami, Florida. So anywhere in Florida, in particular South Florida, or even in the Caribbean, if you're in the Bahamas, in the Virgin Islands, in the Keys, you need to come drive. Drive in from the Keys, fly in, however you want to get in here. Get into Miami. Get to the Miami meeting, November the 17th. Get the word out. We'll be meeting at the Bluebird Meeting Hall. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. No child care will be provided. However, we will be accepting uh, love offerings, and we will be casting out evil spirits. That Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Now, this Saturday, this Sunday, November the uh, 3rd, and November the 4th, I'll be conducting more meetings. November the 3rd. Just a few days away in Atlanta, Georgia, downtown Atlanta, Georgia, at the Hampton Inn and Suites downtown, International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 161 Spring Street Northwest in Atlanta. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. November the 4th, I'll be flying into Grand Rapids, beautiful Grand Rapids, Michigan, holding another public deliverance meeting at the Hampton Inn and Suites, Grand Rapids Boardroom Meeting Hall. 5200 28th Street Southeast in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. You need to get there. Make your make your plans now. Get your family, your friends. I want to pray with you, and I believe powerful miracles will take place in the name of Jesus Christ. And again, November the 17th in beautiful Miami, Florida at the Hampton Inn and Suites. Now, November the 18th. Church of the Cross, Public Deliverance Mission in Waco, November the 18th, which is a Sunday. Homewood Suites, Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco, Texas. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. So make your plans in attending one of these services. And since we're talking about exorcism, that's what these meetings are about. We are about casting out evil spirits. Remember, I said exorcism is a labor of love. To set a soul free from demonic bondage. November the 3rd, public deliverance mission in Atlanta, Georgia. Hampton Inn Suites, downtown, International Boardroom Meeting Hall, 
161 Spring Street, Northwest in Atlanta, Georgia. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. November the 4th, another public deliverance mission. Grand Rapids, Michigan at the Hampton Inn Suites. Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street, Southeast in Grand Rapids. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. Now, November the 17th, I will be in Miami, Florida. We have changed the venue. We have, have it confirmed. Hampton Inn Suites in Miami downtown. Bluebird Meeting Hall, beautiful meeting hall. 50 Southwest 12th Street in Miami. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Then I will be back in our monthly delivering services in Waco, Texas at the Church of the Cross, where we meet at the Homewood Suites Boardroom Meeting Hall. 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. And in each of these meetings, my friends, we will be casting out evil spirits. We'll be seeing people set free, just like we did this last weekend. Saturday and Sunday, we were conducting exorcism services, and we were casting out evil spirits. And we want to see you set free, and you will be set free in the name of Jesus. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.
up? This is Toby Mack with a portion of scripture taken to heart by every real-life Jesus freak. It's in 1 Peter chapter 4. Dear friends, do not be surprised at the painful trial you are suffering, as though something strange were happening to you. But rejoice that you participate in the sufferings of Christ, so that you may be overjoyed when His glory is revealed. You see, Peter saw suffering for his faith as a privilege. After his final arrest and sentencing, Peter announced he was not worthy to be crucified in the same position as his Savior and requested to die on the cross upside down. How about you? What will be your final request? How do you respond to the voice of the martyrs? Go online to persecution.com. I'm going to be sharing more of the victory that we have in exorcism and share with you some real-life stories of people being free as a result of the exorcism ministry. In Acts chapter 10, the Apostle Luke writes this, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. And and he went around doing good and healing all who were under the power of the devil because God was with him. Because God was with him. God is wanting to raise you up, my friend, to be part of a global army to set the captives free. God will anoint you. God will empower you. And souls will be set free. Souls will be set free. There's much I want to share on this broadcast to encourage you to understand that exorcism is needed. And and as a result of the command that Jesus Christ has given us, we must follow through and perform and conduct private and public exorcisms. If you look at the Gospels, you will see that Jesus generally conducted public exorcisms. He dealt with demons publicly. There's multiple reasons why this is the case, but it is the fact. We need to do this kind of ministry, this labor of love in public so the watching world can see the power of God. Again, I want to encourage you, if you get a chance, to come to our meetings this weekend in Atlanta and Grand Rapids. Looking forward to being there with you and praying for you. I would also encourage you to get to jbartlett.org. There's a variety of books that are available. Many of them are available for you to freely to download for free. Books ranging on topics such as demonism, the occult. Spiritual warfare, my experiences in exorcism. I deal with just a whole different uh, variety of different topics, and I'm hoping that you will get yourself a copy today. That's jbartlett.org. There's much more I wanted to share with you about the ministry of exorcism. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. 
gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith. Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Sadhana and Wadhana, and shot them. Wad was killed instantly, and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home. Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with a story of real-life Jesus freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. Jesus' command in Matthew chapter 25 to visit those in prison leads most of us to imagine convicted inmates serving time in a local jail cell. We rarely consider the thousands of persecuted Christians imprisoned around the world this very day. Their only crime may have been owning a Bible, attending an underground church service, or proclaiming the gospel. Their prison may be a crude dungeon or a filthy hole in the ground. Their only visitors are diseased vermin and brutal guards. Suddenly, Jesus' mandate to remember those in prison takes on a whole new meaning. For more, go online to persecution.com. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Writing to the church of Corinth some 2,000 years ago, the Apostle Paul reminded the early church that the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. The kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, my friends, but of power. The church of the West especially needs to be reminded of this very truth. Too many churches rely upon the carnal means to reach people for Jesus Christ. It does not work. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. The supernatural power to release the captives from Satan through the ministry of exorcism. And tonight, we're going to discuss and share, and I'm going to share some of these exorcism stories with you on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett. And I will be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. <laughs> 
Preaching the gospel in Iran results in a death sentence. The Voice of the Martyrs contacts reported that the Assize Court of the province of Gilan, Iran, officially charged Pastor Youssef Nardarkhani with apostasy. The court said the pastor is an apostate because he believes in Jesus and has shared his faith with others. The court files say Pastor Yusuf has denied the prophethood of the great prophet of Islam and the rule of the sacred religion of Islam. He's proven his apostasy by organizing evangelistic meetings and inviting others to Christianity, establishing a house church, baptizing people, along with expressing his faith to others and denying Islamic values. Let the Voice of the Martyrs bring you testimonies of today's heroes of the faith. Subscribe to VOM's free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.
Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with news about another real-life Jesus freak. The year is 1079. No one will stand up to the tyranny of Bolslaw the Cruel, King of Poland. No one except Stanislas, Bishop of Krakow, who courageously rebukes the king. In response, the king sends soldiers to the chapel to kill Stanislas. When they rush in, swords raised, the bishop remains kneeling in prayer, and the men lower their swords. Hearing this, the king races furiously to the chapel, and he himself plunges a dagger into the bishop's heart. But in death is victory, as Boleslaw's own court unites against him, ending his tyrannous reign. For more on the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Now, what, what was interesting about that statement, the demon, 
shared with me was the fact that that it had been in the family for five generations. Where was the church for five generations? Well, that's 200 years. Isn't there like a 40 years within a generation, my friends? We're talking about five generations. We're talking about hundreds of years. No one intervened. I come across this all the time. Where is the church of the living God? Well, I know where the church is. The remnant is still alive throughout the world. And she is being used powerfully to make an impact. So the hate of her ancestors opened the gateway of these sick demons to enter the family bloodline. And they passed on from one generation to the next, from another generation to the next, and not one church intervened on the behalf of this family to expel these generational spirits. Where is the body of Christ? Why do this family have to suffer from these demons? Why? The church should be about casting out demons. The church should be about conducting public and private exorcisms. If you're a pastor, if you're a minister, you should be partaking of the sacrament of the exorcism ministry. You should be allowing the exorcism ministry to flourish in your church, promoting it, and allowing people to be set free. Is not that not one of the missions of the church? It's one of the missions of the Lord Jesus, and he's the head of the church. Some of you are so blinded, some of you pastors, you have no idea what's going on. Most of your church is bound up by demons because you don't cast them out. You allow them. You appease them by allowing them to stay in the bodies, and they've been there for generations. What's wrong with you people? You know, I get so frustrated. I have this holy, righteous anger build up within me because I see families, I see individuals suffer year after year, generation after generation. Where is the church? We have the power. We have the authority to cast out demons. But the church is silent. The church is silent. The church should be about casting out demons, healing the sick, and curing demonic afflictions. We need to stop these generational curses, my friends, in the name of Jesus. Now, these demons during the exorcism were expelled. And immediately she testified feeling better. However, there were many more demons. There were spirits from Freemasonry. There we go again, spirits of Freemasonry. These spirits are everywhere within the Western Church. I see them in Europe, throughout North America, in Australia. And they bring a host of afflictions with them, respiratory problems, sleep disorders, and spiritual devices such as hoods and nooses. Within Julie were numerous Masonic spirits that reveal much. We bring within her allergies, breathing problems, sleep apnea, as we are trying to kill her. We have placed a noose around her neck and a hood. Soon after revealing this, the demonic spirits began to choke her and attempt to kill her. In Jesus' name, her husband and I commanded the demons to loose her, which they did, by the way. These demon powers entered her family many generations ago as a result of previous ancestors participating in Freemasonry. I literally had the demons take off the hood and the noose from her head, thereby freeing her from these demonic, horrible, horrific demonic afflictions. 
some of you have respiratory problems. You have sleep apnea. You have allergies. Now, am I am I saying that every allergic reaction is necessary directly ruining the demonic? Now, all of it goes back to the back to Satan, the origin of sicknesses and evil. But is everything directly linked to a demon? Not necessarily. I don't believe every paper cut that you get is a demon that was attached to the paper making you or attached to your finger making you. It could be, but not necessarily. But irregardless, demons need to be cast out, and there needs to be the ministry of healing. Another demon that surfaced was named Religious, who had entered her nine generations ago due to her ancestors embracing Catholic a Catholic works-oriented salvation. Now, let me be very clear. I know not all Catholics embrace this. As I know and have many Catholic charismatic, in particular charismatic Catholic friends, who believe only that Jesus saves, not by any works. But the fact is, there was, because of the prior generations, an, an embracing of the Catholic work-oriented salvation thus allowing the demons to enter within the family bloodline. These religious spirits have bound her up with mind control and lies about the love of Jesus. So many people have have a warped view of, of God, how much God loves them. I'm here to tell you God loves you unconditionally. That's beautiful, and that's that's one aspect of the exorcism ministry that we teach on. We teach on the biblical foundational truth of who we are in Jesus Christ, our hidden life in Christ, which I believe is the singular most important teaching in the Christian faith, who Jesus is and who we are in him. And the teaching will revolutionize your life if you truly grasp it. And you can read more about this at my teaching website, equipping website, at ifreedomfighter.org, ifreedomfighter.org. You'll find my teaching on the hidden life in Christ. I believe it will be a blessing to you. Now, many other evil spirits were expelled from this precious lady. Spirits of death, violence, pain, back pain, blindness, rejection, fear, suicide, anger, lust, hatred, impatience, confusion, trouble – Stupid, affect the mind and a host of others. Now, what was beautiful was seeing her husband assist us in driving the demons out of her in Jesus' name. Not only was she delivered, my friends, but their precious little four-year-old son was delivered from nine spirits. And furthermore, I should add, her husband was quickly liberated from many demons, too, in the name of Jesus. Another family that was delivered from demonic powers was a precious family from southern Africa who attended the public meeting. The 71-year-old husband had been searching for deliverance for years with no avail. He even shared with everyone that he once paid $100,000 U.S. to a Christian group to obtain freedom. Nothing seemed to work. And yet, while in the midst of our meeting, he manifested spirits. And I began to confront the demons, the demonic forces within him in Jesus' name. And almost immediately, a dissociative identity named Jacob. Right? And you may be thinking, what? What the heck are you talking about? Dissociative identity? Yes. A little, little boy named Jacob. 
He spoke to me. He was scared and acted like a little boy. It was. As this little part of his broken heart was frozen in time and could recall the murder of his parents some 68 years earlier, he was extremely fearful. The reason? There was a demon of fear present within him, and it surfaced to battle. Jesus, though, prevailed as this spirit of fear was cast out of little Jacob. Not only was this demonic spirit expelled, but this little hard part was able to experience and see the risen Jesus. I then dealt with a number of Jezebel spirits within this dear brother in the Lord and a strange spirit named Oma. These demons acknowledged that they were the ones behind the many infirmities that he had been experiencing all these years. They were commanded to depart in Jesus' name. Not only was this man free, but we were able to minister to his wife. And she too was free from many evil, many evil spirits, including many Jezebel spirits. We held many meetings in Canada up there in Vancouver and, and, and uh, the Pacific Northwest. There's so much to share. So many stories to share with you, real-life stories of exorcism, of victory that's found in the exorcism industry. That is why I'm an exorcist, because I like seeing Jesus set people free. I love it, and I love to see you set free. You deserve to be set free. Do you know that? You don't need to be living bound up. Don't listen to the lies of the devil. The devil would speak every kind of lie imagine, imaginable. Don't listen to him. He's a liar going to deceive you. Don't listen to him. He's a liar. Now, there's much more I want to share on tonight's presentation. I'll be right back after this brief intermission. In Azerbaijan, being a Christian and a bold witness for Christ can be costly. Forum 18 News reported that on October 31st, police raided a Christian festival and detained four believers in the town of Kusar, Azerbaijan. Eighty members of a Baptist church were gathered at a believer's home for a celebration thanking God for the harvest. When police arrived, they turned off the gas and electricity in order to prevent the believers from preparing their meal. Police also photographed and videotaped the service and recorded the names of those present. Despite the government crackdown, believers in Azerbaijan remain faithful to Christ. To learn how you can pray for and help persecuted Christians, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter. Call 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Support persecuted believers by calling 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. 
November the 4th, I'll be flying to Grand Rapids, Michigan, Hampton Inn Suites in beautiful Grand Rapids. Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5200 28th Street Southeast. Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. I hope you can make one of these meetings in Atlanta, Grand Rapids, Michigan, and then November the 17th. I will be in Miami, Florida, Hampton Inn Suites at the beautiful, beautiful Blue Bird Meeting Hall, 50 Southwest 12th Street in Miami, Florida. Saturday service starts at 5 p.m. Then Church of the Cross, November the 18th, Homewood Suites Boardroom Meeting Hall, 5620 Legend Lake Parkway in Waco, Texas, outside the Dallas area. Saturday, Sunday service starts at 5 p.m. I would encourage you to make plans and being at one of these meetings in the Dallas area or, in fact, anywhere in Texas or the great southwest, get to the Waco meeting. If you're in, uh, if you're in, in Florida, in particular South Florida, in the, or in, let's say you're in the islands, Bahamas, you're in Jamaica, Cayman Islands, in the Keys, fly into Miami and attend our meeting on the, the 17th, November the 4th. That's the, this Sunday. I'll be holding a a meeting in Grand Rapids, Michigan, at the boardroom meeting hall at Hampton Inn Suites. And this Saturday, November the 3rd, I'll be at the uh, Hampton Inn Suites International Boardroom Meeting Hall in Atlanta, Georgia. Get to one of these meetings so we can pray for you. And we bless you, my friends. In the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, you're all very important. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Preaching the gospel or even being a believer in Iraq is costly. Reports received by the Voice of the Martyrs show that in recent weeks, attacks by Muslim extremists against believers have reached alarming levels. A Syrian international news agency and cable news network reported that on November 22nd, three believers were killed in Mosul. Despite increased attacks, believers remain courageous and steadfast in their faith. Assailants entered a shop owned by two Christian brothers, Sadhana and Wadhana, and shot them. Wad was killed instantly, and Saad succumbed to his injuries a few hours later. In an unrelated incident, later in the day, police found an elderly Christian woman strangled in her Mosul home. Ask God to comfort those mourning the loss of these believers. Ask God to bring His peace to Iraq. To learn what it means to serve God in Iraq and many other restricted countries, subscribe to the Voice of the Martyrs free monthly newsletter at 875-VOICE. That's 875-V-O-I-C-E. Call 875-VOICE. The Voice of the Martyrs is a Christian nonprofit organization.